Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services Podcast Studios, I'm your host, Mike Wilson, and on this episode of In the House, we're going to be talking about Christmas lights. Let's go. At the button. <laughs> That's always the sound that was playing in my head when you guys would see me dancing and stuff. Now, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> Where'd you find that? Uh, you know what? I have the greatest staff in the world because... I just said one day, like, you know what we need? We need a button where I can just push it and we don't have to sit here in silence after I do my little let's go thing. And one day, button shows up. So Amazon. Yeah, I think yeah, it was Amazon. <laughs> you said that last time we were on. That's 11 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe it was with you guys where I was like, give me a button. Yep. Anyway, uh, let's see. In the House is a podcast about the major systems in the house. Electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning. Each week I'm joined by a panel of experts. We pick a topic and we discuss it in depth. It's meant to be informative and hopefully bring you some value. I've got Gavin and Shane with me today. They're managers over the electrical department at Any Hour Services. Uh, and like I mentioned before, we're going to be talking about Christmas lights because this is the time of year when people start contemplating uh, putting Christmas lights up. Now, we're going to be talking about... Uh, we're going to try and give you some things that you can think about safety wise and from an electrical standpoint, if you're trying to do the Christmas lights yourself. Uh, but when I think about Christmas lights, I have these memories of like untangling a 25 foot. Oh, I better silence my phone. How come that's not on the list? Is it on the list? Silence phones. Number three. Uh, anyway, untangling really long uh, cords and then like plugging them in to find out that they don't work. And then you have to like go and like search and try and find a bulb that's not working or something like that. I don't know. Did you guys growing up, uh, did your house, did, were you good big on Christmas lights, put them on the outside of the house or no? Yes. 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 My dad was very big and that's why he had sons was to do the Christmas lights for him. He had what he sons says. to do the Christmas lights. <laughs> that's exactly what he says every single time. What other times of the year would you be doing something and he'd make you do it that he would use that same line? Probably mowing the lawn. I was going to say, the <laughs> summer comes like, I had sons so that I didn't have to mow the yard the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember first time I ever mowed the yard by myself with a push mower. I was so excited. I was anxious to do it. Little did I know. That like, oh, oh, you can mow the yard now? Cool. You're, You're doing it forever. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I was I was trying to like get gas my kids up as early as I could. Four years old. Oh, you can walk now? You you wanna try pushing the lawnmower? You wanna try? Mm, they didn't. But now they do. And they wish they had never gotten started. It always starts with a that was so fun, Dad. I wanna yep. do that more often. Got you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, Shane, uh Christmas lights growing up. Did you guys do that? We did, yeah. We had inside and outside. I remember the old ones are big green cords, and our, our lights were always colored. Colored lights. So colored lights. You don't see many of those anymore where they're multicolor. They don't do, they were they cool. don't do multicolor anymore? They were cool. But you had to go out there and switch out all the light bulbs, and it was a big pain. That's why I don't do them now. <laughs> you don't do them now. That's, that's good to know. Um, do lights... Um, do you do lights on the house now? You say you don't do them on the house now? Like, do you, do you have somebody else do it? The last couple of years, I haven't. Um, roofs, I remember being younger, most homes were smaller. Um, here in Utah, I don't know why we build bigger homes and taller homes, but uh, back when I was younger, most homes were smaller, most roof, line, roof lines were lower. 
But my house now is very tall. I can get a 24-foot extension ladder, and I still can't reach the top in some spots. So Holy cow. it's actually dangerous in some spots. So I've kind of talked myself out of it. So so you don't do them at all? You don't even ha- have somebody else come and do it? Or you pay somebody else to be we, dangerous? We have lights in trees and lower oh. spots. But the last couple of years— But do you do those? Oh, yeah. You put them up. Yeah, okay. I'm way too cheap to pay somebody. Okay. So— no, they're very pretty, and uh, I've actually looked at lately into getting, uh, they're making more Christmas lights that are permanent. So that's very appealing to me to get that's right. you were permanent Christmas that. lights where you push a, fo- a button on your phone and any color you want. So you, were you telling me that some neighbors of yours uh, <coughs> mm-hmm. have done that? Two or three have done it now, and my kids think they're really cool, and I think they're cool. Permanent Christmas lights mm-hmm. for somebody that's like so cheap that they won't like pay somebody to put christmas lights up that sounds like an expensive option <laughs> right but 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 the cool thing about the newer ones is they're not just christmas lights halloween everybody's got orange up there valentine's our house is pink and there's hundreds of different colors you can put up so that's that's a new up and coming way to put up christmas lights right. i think all right well gavin how about you you putting christmas lights up uh, on your houses these days no had enough of it as a kid yeah i i tried doing it and i even when i moved into this home there was a box full of Christmas lights and I still haven't used them. That like somebody else left? Yeah. Wow. And I haven't used them. <laughs> haven't used them. So Cheap and lazy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, I've been looking at those, the permanent lights too. Yeah, so. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That sounds like, well, once y'all look yeah. into them, y'all can come back and tell me <laughs> about them on the show. We'll yeah. take a look at it. I don't know that I would like, I don't even put Christmas lights up. I, we grew up out in the country. And so like we would put Christmas lights on the Christmas tree, but like we wouldn't put them up out on the house like there was no one to see it and mm-hmm. we must not have cared that much to like put them up but what about your wife um she it's interesting because i actually love christmas time i love the christmas music and stuff like that and she is she does not love the commercialization of christmas and so uh you know i try every year i try and get her to put the tree up earlier and earlier and she's like no I'm not going to do it. I'm like, well, I'm not either. So I mean, it was just a suggestion. I'd like to come home and see, you know, the Christmas tree up, but I don't care enough to do it myself. But anyway, but no, she's not a big, uh, I've never gotten grief about it. And so we raised our kids to hate Christmas. And so they don't ask for Christmas lights. I'm just kidding. They don't like Christmas. <laughs> so, at our, so at our house, we make up on the inside what we don't do on the outside. We okay. actually have three Christmas trees every year. Really? Wow. So, and they're fully decked out. So we use enough lights on those to decorate. Do you get real in. trees, fake trees? So we get two real trees for upstairs. They're about 14 to 16 feet tall. And then downstairs is a fake tree. So, yep, so, every year. So when you say, I don't know why people in Utah build these big houses, you are <laughs> contributing to the, contributing. like, well, we, we have 14 foot <laughs> trees. So on the second level of the house upstairs, we need to have really high ceilings so we can put them big old trees in. I see where you're coming right, from. I, I have eight kids. You've got to have a bigger house, right? Do you, you pile the kids on top of each other since you got like such high ceilings? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, all right. So besides the need to like be careful from a physical standpoint, cause you can injure yourself when you're putting lights up. You mentioned them, you know, being, being dangerous if the roof mm-hmm. lines are too high. Let's talk about from an electrical side you know just electricity is dangerous when it mixes with water it's dangerous outside there's a chance of water so let's talk about some basics um you know safety when you're doing christmas lights yourself uh what are the safety things that you need to think about um first thing i would say is not don't put the plug in the gutter so where the water's going to be ah (laughs) 
Do you see that a lot? I've seen it. I've, I've had to break some out of ice. I saw it. That makes sense because you're going along the gutter like, oh, this big heavy thing. You don't want to have it hanging down or like <laughs> looking. Let's just put it in the gutter. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um, making sure that it's GF, the outlets that you're plugging it into is GFI protected. Okay. Um, is there, I mean, exterior outlets should be, should be. GFI protected, right? Yeah. Um, they, they make actually a GFI tester. Uh, you know, or if you if you don't if you're plugging it into an outlet that's got the little test and reset button, you know, then it's a GFI yeah. outlet, then that's pretty pretty safe there. Uh, but there's breakers that are that will GFI protect things, or you might have multiple outlets tied off of one GFI. Uh, they make a little GFI outlet tester where you can just plug it in and there's a button and you can see if it cuts the power off to it. Then it's GFI protected. Just make sure you know where the GFI <laughs> or outlet you is. Get back or on. You might be calling somebody to come and troubleshoot that. Um, okay, so GFI protection. And for those that don't know what GFI protection is, that's ground fault circuit interrupter. And it's just uh, it's a safety device that whenever it detects the electricity not going where it should, it assumes that it's going through you and it'll cut the power off. And mm -hmm. they do that in wet locations because water and electric <laughs> water uh, conducts electricity really well. And when you are wet, you become a good conductor of electricity. And so you want to make sure that you're being safe that way. Uh, what else? I'd say one thing to look for safety wise on Christmas lights is just the condition of your Christmas lights. Okay. Um, some people put them up year after year after year. Uh, if you leave them up too long, the sun is actually very damaging on the cords. So inspect your lights themselves. If you can bend them and they're brittle, they start cracking. The wires. It, it, the wires. It's time to buy new lights. Um, you can also get bulbs that'll break, but there's a filament in there that can actually shock you if, if you're touching mm -hmm. these spots. So uh, before you put your lights up, take a close look at them and make sure they're in they're in good shape. If they're not, it's not worth uh, putting them on your house. So if they're brittle, uh, and also if you mm -hmm. happen to notice, uh, you know, exposed wires, then mm -hmm. you know, get those uh, gone and replace yep. them. Um, any, anything else? What what else should we be thinking about? Safety wise, just making sure that your uh, Christmas lights are plugged into an outlet that has enough power going to it. Okay, tell me more um, about that. You can overload circuits in homes. Um, the new LED Christmas lights take a lot less power than the older ones, but a lot of people still use the older, they're called incandescent bulbs. Uh, if you fill an inc incandescent bulb, it, it creates heat. So they actually take more power. But sometimes in older homes or homes that aren't wired correctly, you can have a lot more stuff than just your Christmas lights running on a circuit. Is there, um, is there a rule of thumb or a way to like check and see if it's overloaded or like do you get what I'm saying? You're saying like, yeah. make sure you're not, yeah. it's not pulling too much power, but how do you know? So for the most part, your breakers should trip. If you're pulling too much power, a home with a good breaker system, it'll, it'll just turn off automatically. Um, just, just look though. I mean, if you've got extension cords and, and 50 sets of lights, you probably have too many. Also plugging uh, Christmas lights, one into another, into another extension cords are a big problem with Christmas trees. Um, they get a small extension cord. Um, so when I say small, I mean the wire inside of the extension cord is too small to carry all the power. So like those interior extension mm -hmm. cords that the, are like the really little thin. white ones yeah. or a little, sometimes they're green or black, mm -hmm. but you can plug too much into those. And, uh, they actually, I think probably more fires are caused on Christmas tree installation from 
small extension cords with too much stuff plugged into them. Yeah, because you think about it, I mean, the way that the, <coughs> the science works is that your breaker is not actually there to protect you from, you know, shock. It's actually there to protect the wire mm -hmm. from overheating or pulling too much electricity. And so you may be pulling, uh, you know, those small extension cords might be, uh, you know, a 16 gauge wire and you're plugging it into a 20 amp circuit on a 12 gauge wire. And so you're not going to trip the breaker because you've got, a, you're not pulling too much power, but you are pulling too much power for that 16 gauge wire to be able mm -hmm. to handle. And that electricity is going to flow until it burns up the material. And so it gets hotter and hotter. And so that, you know, if you have a bunch of lights plugged into those interior extension cords, go and touch it every once in a while. If it's warm, you're going to want to like break that up onto multiple extension cords, because if it's not tripping the breaker, then you're probably okay. You're not pulling too much power there, but you can overload the extension cord. So more than likely you're plugging into a double outlet, mm -hmm. just get another extension cord and break those lights up in half. And so that you're not overheating those things. Correct. And when Mike's talking about extension cords, he's saying 16 gauge and 12 gauge mm -hmm. for electricity, uh, the smaller your wire gauge, so a number 12 gauge wire is gonna be bigger than a 16. So as those number go, numbers go up, it's, backwards, yeah. it's, it's a smaller size. So as you're buying extension cords, um, the, the 12 gauge extension cord is gonna cost a lot more. You've got more copper, it's a bigger one than the 16, or I've even seen 18 gauge. Some of those little ones are 18 gauge. Mm. So they're not meant to carry as much power as that circuit will pull. So be careful as you're buying extension cords to make sure you're buying the proper one. Cool. Um, any other like Christmas light safety things they need to think about? Actually, before we go to another one, you guys think about that, but I just wanted to bring up another thing you mentioned, uh, you know, if your breaker panels, uh, they're, they're designed, if you're pulling too much electricity that the breaker should trip. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, we, we haven't done necessarily an episode on, uh, you know, panels that have become obsolete because they have shown that they don't trip the breaker but if your home is you know over 30 years old or 40 years old and you have like an old zensco panel or you know federal pacific like look at look up those brands like look up the brand of your electrical panel online and see if there's any safety issues there because mm -hmm. they're notorious for not tripping yes. when they should and so uh anyway we'll do an, we'll do an episode on, on yeah. panels one day yeah, <laughs> anyways Paul. Pulling too much power when breakers won't trip is a, is a dangerous thing. Also, if you've got little fuses in your house, mm. um, that's another way. I mean, a lot of times the fuse will be too big. So, so just well, yeah. Over the years, as we've done more uh, with the electricity, like one of those old timers will come in and be like, "Oh, just put a bigger fuse in it. That'll yep. <laughs> run just fine." <laughs> Those are the same electricians that would like stick the wires to their tongue to tell. <laughs> yeah. That was their tester. Using two, two fingers, that's how they tested everything. <laughs> uh, okay, any, any other, sorry, I interrupted you guys. Any other safety things you guys can think of? Are those the main ones? It's, Basically power and then just uh, installation, but we're talking about mainly about the power yeah. side today. Um, okay, so let's talk about, you, you mentioned, you know, uh, incandescent versus LED, and you mm -hmm. talked about those fancy year-round, you know, permanent installations. Let's talk about light technology and what are some of the um, things that exist uh, out there for people as they're putting these things up. Well, I think the biggest thing is LEDs. Like, the, most of them have gone to LED. Mm -hmm. And the first time I put LEDs up, it was, you, before it was, you could hook like two uh, strands of the incandescents together. Mm -hmm. LEDs, it was like, holy cow, I can hook a ton of these up because they specifically say you can hook this many up in one one series because they don't pull as much power. Because they pull way less. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Um, what about 
like controlling the the or the lights like are there different timers and things that people like do they need to be aware of any of those things when they're plugging them in outside so christmas lights are pretty cool the way you can control lighting and that's not just christmas lights but any light in your house mm-hmm. um there's anything from a, a photo cell as a little device that will turn it on whenever it's dark outside so if you put it on a photo cell it's, they're going to go on as soon as it gets dark and when it gets light in the morning they'll go off some people like them on all night uh, there's timers or smart timers, so you can program it to come on when it gets dark and turn off two hours later. Uh, there's a lot of smart switches now, so you get on your little iPhone or whatever kind of phone you have, and you press a couple buttons, and they come on. So many different ways to control Christmas lights from in your home, or, I mean, you can be across the world and turn your lights on and off nowadays. Um, I was actually just thought of one other uh, thing when we were talking back on the safety thing, we talked about the importance of plugging into a GFI outlet. I have seen people run an extension cord through a window or through a a, a door and plug into the close outlet that's there. Now those outlets are usually not GFI protected. So you want to make sure that you're not plugging into a non GFI protected outlet. Sorry to mean to kind of have a brain seizure there. Back to it. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Christmas lights that synchronize up to music and like you roll through the neighborhood and they have a sign out that says tune it to, you know, 94.2 or whatever. I don't know that that's a is they're odd numbers, right? 94.1 or 94.3. Yeah. I don't know. I think <laughs> I've, I've not done this. So obviously, uh, <laughs> but those are always fun. Um, when do you guys start decorating for Christmas. I, I told you my wife puts it off as long as she can, but when do you got, have you already started? Cause when we're recording this, it's like not quite Thanksgiving, but, but Halloween is over. So when do you guys start as a rule of thumb? We start after Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving, we, we let the, let it go. Halloween, then Thanksgiving, then Christmas. Okay. Shane. <laughs> That's what we do. We cut our trees usually that Friday or Saturday after Thanksgiving. Where do you go to cut your trees? Uh, we, here in Utah, we can buy tree tags. They're pretty cool. Really? You can buy them for ten dollars. You can cut whatever size tree you want. So, hmm. so if you if but you buy, where do you go? Like, we, do you, do you just go the out in the mountains, or yeah, is it from a tree farm? No, certain spots can go up in the mountains. So really? we go up there and take snowmobiles or chain the trucks up, and it's kind of fun. That's that awesome. does sound interesting. So if you want a tree tag this year, Mike, uh, give me a call. I'll get you one. <laughs> we we don't do live trees at my house. We you, do. You the, should try. Uh, <laughs> when I when I end up with a house with eighteen foot ceilings like you have, Shane, I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll think about it. I mean, I'd have to go out with you guys because I ain't got snowmobiles or chains for my tires. So anyway, but uh, that sounds that sounds cool. Do you do you get a specific kind of tree? Like, is there a a, a Christmas tree? Like, is it a fir or a? I know it's a pine tree, but like, what what kind of? Is it Christmas pine? There's blue spruce. There's a couple others up here. Do you get all three of your tree? Oh, you only get two, two. live ones. Do you get yeah. them the same kind of tree, or do you mix it up and be like, oh, we're going to have a Charlie Brown little pine tree over here? And a- well, if anybody out there has ever tried to cut Christmas trees, trying to find that perfect Christmas tree is about impossible. Okay. <laughs> so if you find a Christmas tree, you don't care what kind it is, you cut that thing down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but. Okay. Well, I guess I meant I'm, like no, we don't cut cedar trees and stuff like that. But no, 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 no. no, no. Sorry. What <laughs> I was getting at is, do you make sure they're the same kind of tree, so that the they are they in the same room? Your two that are upstairs, two different rooms. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess you're not going to have somebody like looking at them and be like, no. oh, 
No. Those trees don't match. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, so. that's cool. How long does it usually take you to find your perfect Christmas tree? It uh, depends on the year. We usually take a, a good part of a day to good find a couple. A we cut one the other year that was uh, way too big and way too wide. Really? It was probably, I don't know, from side to side, probably... 12 feet holy cow yeah, it took up. that's <laughs> taller than my ceilings in my house <laughs> it, it, it was nuts it took how three. tall was it before we cut it down or when we cut it down <laughs> yeah before you cut it down how <laughs> high are your ceilings shane let's just get this out of They're the way like 17 feet okay yeah. so, so, you so have, not not real high. do you get the tree and like go all the way up well they go to the top yeah we have to cut off on the christmas tree <laughs> before bringing it in the house we'll cut trees that are 20 25 feet tall Sure, but what I'm saying is, do you like to take advantage of every bit of height you have in that room? Oh, they touch the ceiling. They touch the oh, ceiling. Yeah. So you don't put yeah. a star on the top? Mm, no star. Do you? It's an angel. Oh, an angel. <laughs> you got room yeah. for the angel, even though the tree touches the ceiling? Well, the, the angel touches the top, oh. but the angel's only six feet, six inches tall. I was going to say, so. you got a six foot angel standing <laughs> on a tree. Yeah, Your no. kids take turns. <laughs> 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 but all they go to the top. All right. But day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. no Black Friday sales for the All Red family. Y'all are in the woods getting your trees. It's coronavirus. We can't. It but depends. Last year, depends. It depends on what's yeah. on for sale. Yeah. As our children get older, um, it's not as much fun buying toys. Right. <laughs> I, well, you got grandkids, though, coming up, right? Now we do. But no, we'll do a lot of the Black Friday stuff. Sometimes it's Saturday when we go out. Okay. But whatever day works. Whatever day. I just see it. How long you, do you, you real try trees? It. I'm not going to. How long do the real tree? I'm living out having a real tree through you. <laughs> so you're saying, okay, go get really cold. Go buy some expensive equipment mm-hmm. to like go out in the woods. Yep. Uh, get a tree that's like you can't find the right tree. You just got finished telling me, you know, anybody who's ever tried to find a good Christmas tree. It takes egg, a while. Right. Yeah. Okay. So go spend half a day. Yeah being cold being numb mm-hmm. bring the tree back to the house uh cut off part of the tree that you spent the time getting and then um uh, and then put it in the house but you put it in the house but then there's more work because trees aren't perfect so then you take tree branches that you cut off from outside and then you drill holes in your christmas tree and you put a branch are you in serious oh yeah now I'm definitely. I would have never. Now I'm definitely not going to do it. Is that what you have to do when you go, when you see the real Christmas trees on the side of the road? Like those seem to be a little more perfect. Well, most of those are from Oregon. Um, Christmas trees, trees if they have a lot of room around them, will grow outright all the way around. Oh, but most trees have shade that's covering them. Also, if you go up to like Oregon or those places, they'll actually cut their Christmas trees. They'll go shave them to the right angles. Oh, I've seen that. They'll so, like they'll like have a thing that like goes and shaves it. So yeah, it's it'll, a it'll nice make them look like a perfect tree. So yeah, the ones you see at the at the Christmas lots. But but talking about Christmas trees, uh, today is um, we're into we're into November, November a few yeah. days. But I, I'm already seeing. I I stopped at a gas station and there was a load of Christmas trees already. Hmm. So the nice thing about a fresh tree is even after Christmas, after New Year's, they're still they're still fresh. Well, uh, you know, we talked about safety with the lights outside. The same things apply inside. We talked about examining the cords and making sure you're not overloading circuits. I mean, it's not a super, you know, in-depth topic that we're going over, but just be aware because this is that time of year when people are doing it. Anything else on Christmas trees before we wrap this episode? I get a pretty one out there. Mine's pretty every year, and it looks exactly go. the same. Yeah. 
No, the I, Christmas lights do bring a lot of joy, though. It really is fun to drive around and see neighborhoods, and that time of year is pretty magical. I do like to drive around and appreciate what everyone else has done. <laughs> but my, not me. So thank you to I'm everybody not, else. I'm not bringing joy to anyone's <laughs> life, <laughs> unless they like to see people driving by uh, enjoying it. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode in the house. If you uh, would like to know more about Any Hour Services, visit anyhourservices.com. Thanks, guys, for being here. Uh, I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In the House.